What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, all right guys we're back and it's a big time show if you follow us all year long we have really covered college football as best we can and we're going to talk about the two playoff games today as well as the new year's day games and also the nfl so a big time show today a lot of handicapping to do before we start papa dude how happy are we today uh after the big ou win last night well it was a trip down memory lane didn't you think? It really was, yeah. Of, yeah, that was the Bob Stoops show last night. And for those of us that went through that period when he came and revitalized Oklahoma football to what the, what it is now, that was just a uh, just a trip down memory lane. It was like old times. Um, a different Bob Stoops. I wish he could have been this way when he was the head coach. And, of course, he doesn't have any pressure on him or anything like that. This was a one-game shot. But what a different personality has come out in him. Most people that know him have said that's the way he is. But he's so guarded with the media. But just very relaxed. Very. It was just a fun fun time to watch. Fun thing. It was. It was. It was so much fun to watch him back over there. And uh, it was important that they played well and won, and they did. Uh, you know, they, they played an Oregon team that lost their coach. And uh, I, I not only that, lost a bunch of players. You know, I'll give credit to the Oregon coaching staff yeah. that was still there. They tried, you know, and mm-hmm. they, they they gave effort uh, where Florida, a team we played last year, gave no effort right. uh, when they kind of lost their, their their players. So give them credit for that. But, but Bob Stoops uh, and OU definitely just like I said, it, it almost felt like we were in a bizarro world last night. It's just <laughs> like I can't I can't believe I didn't want that game to be over with. It was so much fun. Uh, especially when it was 30 to 3 at the half. And I was like, as much as I like Brent Venable, send him back. Let's let's just hire hire Bob. And as as Dennis says, just pay Bob everything and get him back. But uh can confirm that's not gonna happen. Bob is uh, heading to the golf course yeah. today, he said. So <laughs> yeah, I, I think Bob thoroughly enjoyed this last month yep. and being back as a celebrity again, which he never left that, but in the state of Oklahoma, he didn't. Uh, I, I think he did. I think he thoroughly enjoyed all of it. I think he definitely misses some of it. Um, when you've been at that level, you know, you've got it inside you. You just yeah. do and, but I do think he's realistic, and I don't think he wants to recruit. And I don't want to. I don't think he wants to kiss these kids' ass like you have to do now. I mean, it's yeah. even worse than it was back when he coached, and he kissed yeah. a lot of ass. He kissed a lot of ass then. So I don't think he wants to do that. But I think if any man deserves what happened last night, it's him. He didn't have to come in and and, and take care of all this, but he did, and he didn't want to be. You know, he, he's just a special person. You know, woman, yep. he, he definitely loves the Oklahoma program, and it was pretty cool. Uh, 
how that all played out. Now, I, I like I'm, I'm a little different than you. I wanted that game to end because we were back to playing like shit in the second half, and I was pretty sick of it, the way the defense played. Yeah. But another thing that you know, you got to give the assistant coaches yes a ton of credit, especially the ones who are out the door that are, that stayed yeah. and helped this team win. You know that shows a lot of a lot of uh, just a great thing in these three guys that are out the door that stayed. They already have jobs at other schools, but they stayed. And and the Oregon coaches too. Yeah, one of them. One of them is going to be a head coach at Akron. He stayed. You got to take your hat off to those guys. You know, it shows you what they think about these kids. Yeah, I, I thought that was really good. And uh, the Oklahoma assistant coaches that that stayed are and are going to be in the program did a great job last night. So that's kind of what college athletics is about. I thought it was interesting. Uh, the you know we'd heard all week or not all week all for two three weeks and how fired up everybody was to play for Bob and and you know obviously the crowd uh, it, you know the 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 ones that support uh, the program from the outside. We're extremely excited, but I was skeptical. I don't know about you, but I was skeptical. It's like, do these players really care about that? And then they came out and played like that. And it's like, now it's cool. Like that, that kind of showed me, yeah, they did care about that. Yeah. They, they did care to get him a win in that game. And they, uh, they played hard and they, they probably played harder than they played all year last night. Yeah. And I don't really know if that's saying much though, because other no. than the second half of the Texas game, I don't think oh you played hard all year. So. No, they didn't. It was a it was a weird year, and there's yeah. so much speculation about what happened through this year, and we'll find yeah. out one of these days. And uh, so yeah, it was it was really good. It, it 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 was just different, you know, seeing them play so hard, and and the play calling was so different last night. This was the Oklahoma. Now I know Oregon was decimated with injuries. Yeah. Um, defense they really were they had most of their offense i think but defensively they were hurting and and but oh you the plays they ran last night are what they do yeah and that was missing from the oklahoma offense the last month of the year i'm, I'm just not a guy that criticizes play calling all that much no. you know unless it's obvious though like the browns last week not having nick chubb in the game oh. that's that's just obvious i'm gonna call that out but you know, it was obvious OU, the play calling was just weird yeah. the, the last six weeks of the year. And like I said, last night we got back to throwing short passes, getting yeah. the quarterback comfortable before asking him to do too much, exactly. running the ball. Stuff we've done for years, and all of a sudden it disappeared this year. So Yeah, it did. You know, getting the, getting the receivers out in space. Yeah. Like they've done in the past. It's, yeah. They were almost impossible to stop. In yeah. fact, they, could, they wouldn't have been stopped if they could keep from holding. They yeah. had so many holding penalties that, that that really hurt them. And another thing, where has number fourteen been? Yeah, the guy is obviously a stud. Yeah, and he's what's he caught one ball all year? I mean, yeah. that's a big mystery. And yeah. and Marcus Major, why has he not been playing? You don't just start this. I mean. They didn't practice that much bowl games. They're saying, well, you know, all these bowl practices, bullshit. They didn't practice more than seven or eight times. Yeah, I know. Who was this guy playing? 
I, I don't understand. I mean, honestly, I think they lost some guys on the transfer portal that they probably needed to lose that that really weren't doing a whole lot, and yeah. it kind of gave those guys a chance to play last night. Yeah. Um, a few of the opt outs I wish they had. I think that would have helped their defense. Oh yeah, that they were hurt. That's another thing. They keep talking about Oregon losing people. Oklahoma lost their four best defensive players. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's and, and and Oregon's losses were mostly on the defense as well, and that's why I think you saw the kind of game you did. Yeah. But yeah. it was a great game. I think it's. I think OU got a bright future. I think Oregon. You know, I think they got a good coach coming in as well. So I think those are two teams to watch for next year. Uh, for sure. All right. Before we get going, I want to mention Sydney. She's watching uh, this afternoon, and she mentioned she's going to go to Frisco, Texas, to watch North yeah. Dakota State. So okay. that's awesome. Yeah, Sydney. We've seen North Dakota State way back when they were D two. Yep. Uh, what was that coach's name? Rocky something. Rocky Hager was the head coach. Yep. I don't know whether you're old enough to, re- or I don't even know who you are, Cindy. I don't know how old you are, but I don't know if you remember him or not. But they came to Pitt State, Pittsburgh, Kansas, yep. and. Aaron and I both will say that's maybe one of the best games we've ever seen. Yep. And uh, yeah, I always root for them. Yep. I've always liked them. Yep. And you know, we don't talk about this level of football, but how many games have they won over the last <laughs> 10 years? They are, it's an unbelievable thing that they are in this situation they're in right now. Is this the championship? I guess it is. Yeah. 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 I mean, you may fill us in there, Cindy. How many, how many, how many national championships have they got? I, I see. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. Uh, God, they've won so many in a row. Here we uh, go. Let's see who they're playing. They're going to play Montana State on okay. January eighth. There, so there you go. I got that pulled up on the screen now. Thirteen and one this year for North Dakota State. Yeah, I mean, and, and they obviously, I mean, they beat Division One teams before. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, it's it's unbelievable what they've yeah. done. So we have they're they're and they're fun to watch. They're yeah. the same every year. Yep. Find a quarterback that runs the option and can throw the ball. Yep. And they're very fundamental. It doesn't matter who's coaching them, because they go through coaches. I mean, yeah. They, yeah. So well, because their coaches get hired by bigger yeah. schools. So. It's an amazing, amazing story. Yeah. Think. All right, let's let's move on. We're going to do the the uh, January one games first. We're going to rapid fire those, and then we'll get in and break down the uh, two big college football playoff games before getting to the NFL. Uh, quick mention: South Carolina uh, up over North Carolina, twenty five to thirteen at the half at the Duke's Mayo Bowl. So pretty good game going on there as we scroll down and. Geez, we've got to go way down. I forget. There's been so many games now. All right, let's start off uh, on New Year's Day. We'll kick it off with the Outback Bowl. I think this is going to be a good one, and Vegas agrees. Arkansas and Penn State. Arkansas now a two-point favorite. This has been one or two points the whole time. Um, Both teams, you know, fairly – I know uh, Arkansas lost the wide receiver. Uh, He's going to opt out. But both teams fairly strong, I think, uh, from that regard. What do you think, Razorbacks or Nittany Lions? Well, before we get started, these mm-hmm. next three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and you can throw in the Monday night game too. If you're a football fan, can it get any better? Nope. In these next three days? Nope. This is the pinnacle of it all. Uh, in my opinion, and I'm a college football guy, a New Year's Day is the best. It's the best day of the year for me. Yeah. And we are so lucky here. It's going to be colder than hell. Yeah. We are getting cold on Saturday. 
so it's easy to watch football when it's freezing cold outside, don't you yeah. think? Uh, and it's, it's, not, it's easy for me when it's 100 degrees outside. Yeah, it's not as easy for me. <laughs> and, then, and then Sunday's going to be cold. Yeah. So I'm in heaven. Now, my wife is not happy. But anyway, <laughs> I, I, I don't know about you, Aaron, uh, but I don't like these playoff games on New Year's Eve. Yeah. It's not that we go party because we don't. We're mm-hmm. too old. But we do like to go out and eat somewhere early on new year's eve and i i don't like to be out late on new year's eve because i usually you know i live in a rural area so i have to drive somewhere to find a place nice yeah like driving on that interstate or anything no. No. on new year's eve i just don't and i uh, you know there's too many people that could be drunk or whatever so what i'm getting at is i feel like i'm obligated to sandy tomorrow to miss one of these playoff games. And I hate that because these are the pinnacle of the whole thing that, you know, you work on all year long. Yeah. So I've, I, I'm pretty much obligated that I'm probably going to miss the first game is what I, what I'm getting at, which I don't know of the two. I think I'd rather, I don't know. I don't want to miss either one of them, but I'm afraid I'm going to have to, I got to keep her happy, you know? Yeah. Then so, <laughs> that way, here's my, here's guys, here's what you got to do. That leaves me a little leeway on New Year's Day to where I can sit on my ass all day and right. watch those games if I take her out. And not to be anywhere fancy. She doesn't hate we don't have to go anywhere fancy, but that's my that's my plan. <laughs> you know what? I just gave away my damn plan because she's probably listening to this. Yes, exactly. But anyway, these five games on New Year's Day, I believe, are the hardest ones. I've ever had to try to decide what to bet on. Yeah. They're evenly matched. They're great games. Every single one of them are really good. So first one, Um, well, let's see. They're two point favorites. Now Cindy put up the uh, North Dakota state record 127 and eight since 2011. Wow. Try that on for size, Alabama. That's incredible. That's incredible. (laughs) <laughs> you lose eight games in 11 years that's incredible <laughs> that is and they play in a very difficult conference too oh they do wow. yeah it's not easy wow anyway uh i'd like to go to frisco and watch them to be be honest uh yeah. okay back to this i think arkansas will have the most motivation I think they will be very emotional because this is a big name team they're playing i don't think penn state's real good I don't know how good Arkansas is either, but I, I'm going to play the emotional edge on this. I know they're going to be ready. I know they will. Not sure about Penn State. I like the line, two points. You pick whichever team you want. If you're going to bet the spread, you're probably going to cover. So I'm going to go Arkansas to cover. I think Arkansas is a little bit better. Uh, I, I think that's what it comes down to here. Uh, it, the big key is going to be, can Penn State move the ball enough? That's yeah. That's been their trouble all year. Uh, I expect a low-scoring game. I think it goes under that 48 total uh, that it is right now. But I'm with you. I'm, I'm going to go Arkansas. Uh, we touched about uh, about it a little bit on Tuesday uh, that the SEC has been struggling in bowls. They're 0-4, but really kind of their four weaker teams yes. have played. Um, yes. Right now, we, we mentioned uh, just a minute ago, and the reason why I did was to bring it up, South Carolina, an SEC team is ahead. So they could be 1-4 and four, uh, here in about, what, an hour or two. Uh I'm not concerned about the the SEC bowl record just yet. I think Arkansas will have all the motivation, like you said, 
this is great for Arkansas, and Penn State <laughs> had much higher hopes than this. That's not an insult of Arkansas. That's just the Absolutely. reality of the situation. If you would have said to Arkansas fans, you're going to go eight and four and you're going to go to the Outback Bowl before the season started, they would have done a backflip. Uh, if you tell Penn State you're going to be seven and five in the Outback Bowl, they would have been upset. So, Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm going Arkansas minus the two points here. Like I said, I think, I think the motivation – be a factor all right let's go to another one like you said these are great games yes they the, are. The, the fiesta bowl this year is a fantastic game oklahoma state and notre dame notre dame a two-point favorite in this game uh playing without brian kelly but they hired a guy that the team seems to be you know really uh, rallied mm-hmm. around the fan base seems to be rallied around guy seems to be similar to the oklahoma situation of course not exactly the same but similar in the fact that everybody seems to be on the same page and everybody seems motivated and locked in for this game here against Oklahoma State. That being said, what's your thoughts on this one? Boy, this is another one. I, I've I've gone round and round on it. Uh, I don't think Notre Dame quite gets the credit that, that you know most people don't look at this as a very good Notre Notre Dame team. And I guess it's because their schedule uh, wasn't real good. But they are eleven and one, and they're Notre Dame. And I was listening to some guys on Oklahoma or the radio station yesterday and they were knocking Notre, Notre Dame's quarterback. What's wrong with him? I think he's had a pretty good season. I looked up his stats. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got a team, you got Notre Dame. Okay. So we all know what they are. They're a blue blood. They're used to playing big games. And then you got Oklahoma state. That's their direct opposite. They're not used to this kind of situation. They choked in the, in the big, 12 championship game. Will they choke again? I think they might be better than the Irish, but the key to Oklahoma state is simply this, their quarterback. He's the key. If he didn't turn the ball over, but that's a big if, mm-hmm. if he doesn't, I think they win, but I can't trust him. He turned it over in the big 12 championship game. Um, I like Mike Gundy as a coach. I think he's done a hell of a job at Oklahoma State. Maybe the most underrated job in the country, what he's done down there. But in big games, he does some silly stuff. So for those reasons, I'm taking Notre Dame because I just think they're used to playing in these big games, and I think they'll pull us out. Yeah, 100%. I'm taking Notre Dame as well. Uh, I think Oklahoma State kind of showed you now, let's not forget, this is a team that, that had a chance to go to the college football playoff. Yeah. They just had to beat Baylor. And not that Baylor's a bad team. I think they're decent. No, they're but not. I think Notre Dame probably a little bit better than Baylor. Um, so I'm going to go Notre Dame minus the two here. Like I said, I think the experience pays off. And I like the fact that, hey, they, they kind of – they're together. Like they, I know yeah. they lost the coach, but I think everybody's kind of rallied. Seems a, a very similar to uh, Oklahoma's situation in that regard. All right. Let's move on to the next one, the Citrus Bowl, another really good game between Iowa and Kentucky. Kentucky comes in a three-point favorite. These two teams are really similar. I mean, (laughs) the way they win games, it's almost exactly the same. Uh, Like I said, Kentucky, the three-point favorite, do they cover in this situation? This is another one that's really tough. Uh, It's always hard to pick Iowa. When you look at their statistics and how awful they are on offense, and they are awful. Yeah, but they're ten and three, and they, I believe, have 
24 to 8 edge in turnover mm-hmm. margin. That's the whole key with them. If they can get some turnovers, that three points doesn't mean anything. It just doesn't. That's just how they win. And obviously they get turnovers. So that's the key. Kentucky turns it over some. Kentucky loses games they shouldn't lose. But they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. They're pretty darn good. I think they're fourth or fifth best team in the SEC. They've won some big games. I think they're better than Iowa. I think they have a better offense than Iowa. And I'm going to go with them. Three's not that much. So if they can stay turnover free and, and win the turnover margin, I think they cover that easy. Yeah, I I, I think uh, Kentucky is just a better team, period. I think Iowa, very fortunate to be where they are at, at 10 and three. We went over that a lot. I think Kentucky's just a little bit better team. I'm a little worried, you know, Iowa, they've been here before. They have. On a New Year's Day game and Kentucky they play really well, too. What's they that? play well down there. They play they well. They've beaten better SEC opponents in the past. They have. Um, in these types of game, whether it be the Outback or the Citrus. I still think Kentucky's a better team. I think the quarterback's a little bit better. You know, that's the biggest difference to me this year for this Kentucky team. Their quarterback was a little bit more productive than what they usually have. So I think they end the season with a win here. I I went Kentucky uh, minus the three on that one. All right, another big game in the Rose Bowl, Utah and uh, Ohio State. Uh, This this line down to four. Ohio State a four-point favorite here. They've had some opt-outs. They seem to kind of – I don't know disinterested is the right word, but I don't think they're as into this game as Utah is. And I think that could make a big difference still though. Four points, not a lot. So does Ohio state cover? Well, you hit the nail on the head. We know Utah is going to be ready. Why would they not? Yeah. This might be the biggest win in their history. If they can win this first time they've ever been to the Rose bowl. They're on a roll. They're playing a big-name school. This is a, a, a program-defining moment for them. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be sky high. Ohio State, do you really think they want to be there? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's the Rose Bowl. That means something if you're in the Big, big Ten or the Pac-12. That means, you know, it's not a bad year if you go to the Rose Bowl. That's a pretty yeah. big deal. I'm not high on Ohio State. I, I haven't been – all year. They are terrible up front against the run. Mm-hmm. And Utah runs the ball pretty well. But they're in the pack 10 or 12. They're in the pack 12. How good are they? I don't know. That's what scares me. And Ohio State's got big play capabilities. Uh, I'm going to take Ohio State, but I would not bet a penny on this game. I, I'm going to root my ass off for Utah. I'll tell I, you that. I feel like if you're going to make a, a substantial wager, I, I kind of like uh, the 64 points. Okay. Yeah. I think yeah. that's a lot of points. for it this is. game. I think under 64 is the, yeah. is the wager. I'm like, I don't really know how good either one of these teams are. I think Ohio state is good enough to beat Utah. I think they should have the better players. And if they're ready, I think they'll do it. But you know, they, they have not looked that great all year, really. Uh, and, you know, I guess I guess that's not really fair. At times they have, and at times they haven't. They've kind of been inconsistent. Utah, like I said, they're, they're definitely on a roll. But, you know, we saw Oregon last night. We've seen some of these teams. 
that Pac-12 is not very good. And now they're going to take on uh, Ohio State team we know is talented. That, oh, that's yeah. not debatable. So I'm going to take the Buckeyes. I, you know, at six and a half, I went Utah. At four, I'll take the Buckeyes. I, I just think that's not enough points to really feel confident in Utah. And uh, Dennis says Utah is going to fight. I think both teams have to use their top weapons, and that's offense. I do like uh, uh, just the over 32 and a half of the over 32 and a half for the first half. So um, I don't know. I just, I don't, I think here's what I'll say. If the game goes over, I think Ohio state wins. Oh, I definitely agree for Utah to win or keep it to where they cover it's that line's going to have to be under the 64. I think they're going to have to win more of a defensive type. of. I agree. I agree. And I'm going to say something really stupid here. Okay. I think, Ryan Day at Ohio State is a lot like Lincoln Riley. I think the Buckeyes are soft. I really do. They have been bad on defense the last two years. I was going to say, show me something that disputes that, right? Yeah. Yeah. They they kind of have. They're still very very good, but they're 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 it's like Riley. Each year they're getting farther away from that goal that Ohio team like Ohio State has. You just look at the two games they lost. They got smashed in the mouth by Oregon. Now, yeah. Oregon was healthy then. Well, they weren't either. They didn't have their great defensive player. Yeah. They kicked them. And Michigan physically whipped their ass. And that didn't used to happen at yeah. Ohio State. Yeah. So I think they're soft. That's why I think – you know what? I'm going to change my pick. <laughs> I'm changing it because I just wrote – I just saw what I wrote down. I picked Utah. I think Utah on the points. I, yeah. I just now saw that. So I've been round and round on this one. I do think Ohio State's better. They have better players, but I think they're soft. And I think if Utah smacks them around, and by the way, I saw Nebraska smack them around too. Yeah, they. I mean, they could have lost to Nebraska. They could have. Yeah. You got to eliminate the big play. You cannot let Stroud hit those receivers yeah. and get 70-yard bombs on you. If you can do that, you can beat them. So – I, I, I don't like Ohio State. I'm changing my pick. I'm going with Utah. All right. Well, this that's a good segue <laughs> to the last one on January 1st, and that is the Sugar Bowl between Baylor and Ole Miss. Uh, right now, Ole Miss is a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Both these teams have been favored at different points during the last two-and-a-half right. weeks. I got to tell you, this is the one I debated on forever. I thought this was the hardest game all year to pick a side. And, and it, you know, sometimes you, you get in a game like that, you pick a side that works out. I mean, you still got a 50-50 shot. But trying to decide what to do here, to me, it's a clash of styles. It's what mm-hmm. style wins out. You got Ole Miss, who's lost some coaches. But Levy, uh, the offensive coordinator, is coming back for this game. So I, maybe that won't be that big of a factor. Where, where did you land on this one? I am absolutely in agreement with you. I have no idea, to be honest. I, I one minute I think I I like Mississippi, next minute I like Baylor. There's nothing in the lines I like except no. the point spread. You know, it's a point and a half, so you kind of go, you know, whoever you pick, if they win, you're going to cover. Um, I think both teams are absolutely thrilled to be there. Yeah, it's a huge game for both of them. So motivation's not going to be a factor one way or the other. I mean, Mississippi, I looked it up. You know, between 1960 and 1970, Mississippi played in six Sugar Bowls. 
Wow. They've played in one since. And I didn't think they had played in any. But in 2016, uh, I think that's when Freeze was down there cheating. Yep. Right? I, yep. They had that really good team. Yep. They played in 2016. So they've played in a in the Sugar Bowl once in the last 52 years. Amazing. And they used to play in it quite often. So they are thrilled to be back. I bet you there's 55,000 Ole Miss fans in New Orleans. There may be more than that. Yeah. So it's going to – this is what finally – swung me they're gonna have the home field because baylor they're one of those teams I, they don't travel very well mm-hmm. you know so that's all i'm going on is is the home field i think they're gonna have it both teams are motivated I, I i won't be surprised what happens in this one either way so i'm gonna take mississippi because of that dennis is with us he doesn't want to touch this game i i understand why i took mississippi because i just feel like you know, I don't know about you, but I try to visualize, just like in horse racing, I try to visualize how I think the race will lay out, how it will be run, you know, the, the pace dynamics and who's coming from where. Well, in, 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 in sports handicapping, same thing. It's layout. Okay, visualize how this game's going to go. To me, I see this being kind of a, a struggle, but then in the end, the, the team that has the most explosive players on offense will make a play and we'll break the game open and get the win. And I think that is most likely going to be Mississippi. Yeah. Uh, when you looked at the Big 12 championship game and you looked when Baylor beat Oklahoma, we didn't have anybody make an explosive play, and, and, and you know whether it be play calling or whatever. And then Oklahoma State just doesn't have that explosive offense. I feel like Mississippi gets kind of a late score, uh, kind of an uncharacteristic like pass that Baylor gives up and Mississippi State or Mississippi wins it. By like seven, ten, something like that. So I yeah. did go Mississippi. I just think they're a little bit better offensively. And Baylor's the type of team that no matter who they play, they're not going to score a ton. And I think that favors Ole Miss. So I do too. I will go Ole Miss. All right. I'll say this: Baylor is tough. They are, and you're, they're going to have to be able to hang with them. But I think if they they can keep it close keep in the ball game don't get blown off the ball stuff like that i think they'll beat them eventually yeah yeah i agree all right the main event is here we got college football playoff game number one and both these games are really intriguing for different reasons here we have cincinnati and alabama in the cotton bowl down in dallas uh listen cincinnati is a 13 and a half point underdog despite being the only undefeated team in the country right now uh, Alabama, like I said, 13.5-point favorite. Got the big upset win over Georgia in the SEC championship game that got him into this. Not only gets him into it, makes him the number one seed. I think it's deserving. What Alabama team shows up? The team that beat Georgia or the team that almost lost to people like Florida, people like Arkansas, should have lost to Auburn? What do you think happens in this one? It's You know, this is what makes sports so interesting. The week before the SEC championship game, Alabama couldn't – they couldn't score. They had three points and got lucky to get to 10 against a 6-6, six and six, now a 6-7 and seven Auburn team. Mm-hmm. Then they go to the SEC championship game against the best defense we've seen in a long time and torch them for 41 points. So figure it out. You can't. There's just not an explanation for this. No, uh-uh. So you got David against Goliath in this game. 
Uh, and Nick Saban says they're David. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. That's, that's yeah, just they're the underdog, according to yeah, Nick Saban. That's, yeah, that's just absolutely hilarious. So I've seen this analyzed by guys, you know, for the past week on ESPN. There's one thing Cincinnati's got, and that's a really good secondary. And they're going to have to play great. Yeah. The whole thing. You've got to keep Bryce Young from big plays. Yeah. Because that's how they beat Georgia. Uh, They torched them. Do they have the athletes? I don't think they have as many as Alabama. But they do have quality. You know, they're not they're not your ordinary uh, group of five team. They got some studs. They're going to be playing in the NFL. Their quarterback's not flashy, but he doesn't make mistakes. He's very very consistent. Thirteen and a half. Wow. You know, I could see Alabama getting up on him. And then maybe the doubt starts to creep into the Bearcats. Oh, God, we don't belong here. Yeah. If they can keep it close for the first half, I think they got a shot in, in this one. I don't know whether they can win. Okay. So I took, let's see what I got here. I don't like that 13 and a half, and I know you're going to go against that. Mm-hmm. Alabama's. Over our uh, team total is 35 and a half. I'm going to go under that. I like that one. I don't know they scored 36 on Cincinnati. If they do, I think they're going to win by a comfortable margin. That's what I'm going to do. Well, I'm going to, I'm just going to lay it out to you as simple as I can lay it out to you. Do you think Cincinnati is better than Florida? Definitely. Do you think they're better than where you're going? <laughs> do you think they're better than Texas A&M? Oh, yeah. Do you think they're better than LSU? Sure. Do you think they're better than Arkansas? Yes. Do you think they're better than Auburn? Well, yes. Well, all those teams played Alabama closer than 13 and a half points. This I season. will say this. I think they might be the third best team in the SEC. I, Maybe I the second. Sydney just said it. I agree. I At the end of the day, do I think Cincinnati's going to beat Alabama? I don't, and I can't get there. But do I think they're going to play them closer than 13 and a half? I absolutely do. I, I just do. I, Let me I, ask you this. Let me ask ahead. you this. If it was Georgia, 13 and a half over them, and they probably would be, I guarantee it would be double figures. Wouldn't mm-hmm. you? Wouldn't you yep. feel a lot more confident in picking Cincinnati? No, I wouldn't. I oh, re- you wouldn't? Okay. I really wouldn't. I really I wouldn't because – Alabama defensively hasn't been that good this year. And I think Cincinnati's got a quarterback that it's going to be able to move the ball on them. And they've got a good enough offense. Listen, it's, it's kind of like the, not to go to horse racing all the time, but it's kind of like a Alabama to me. And people are going to scoff at this that haven't really paid attention all year. Alabama to me is that horse that's decent and then jumps up and runs a huge race. Like they did when they beat Georgia, that was their huge race. That's not really what they've been all year. What they were against Georgia was way better than what we've seen out of Alabama oh, all no year. Doubt. There's no doubt. How so much I'm going to go been... more of the whole body of work versus that one, you know, race as in game uh, that we're mm-hmm. talking about here. How much of how much how much factors in in that Alabama Georgia game the psychological advantage that Alabama has over Georgia? Yeah. And in the entire SEC for that matter, yep. in a big game, in a game 
of that magnitude where yep. another school in the SEC has to beat them. I think that's part of it. I do. And, and anyway, I have just bet against Alabama too much to think that they're going to lose. I just, I, you know, I, I, I hope watched, watched them too much this year. I saw them, Texas A&M, mm-hmm. do whatever they want on them. I saw it. Auburn is terrible. They are they awful. Are. They and are. if the kid doesn't run out of bounds, beat Auburn beats them. Not and only they beat them, talking about this. <laughs> they keep them out of the end zone if they don't. If you know what I mean, like they they oh, wouldn't even hardly scored. So mm-hmm. I I just I see thirteen and a half, and I've watched it. I know Cincinnati had a lull of about three or four games where they didn't play well, but other than that, Cincinnati's been pretty darn good all year yeah, long. Yeah. They're solid. They're solid. <sighs> yeah. Well, I'll say um, this. I'm going to say this. Mm-hmm. Unless you're a Crimson Tide diehard fan, everybody else in the country is rooting for Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. Everybody is. Yeah. And everybody loves Cinderella. End of the day, I think Cinderella, the clock will strike midnight as far as, you know, fanhood and, and, and hoping who actually wins. But we're talking about betting here, and I'm mm-hmm. just not – laying 13 and a half points with Alabama this year. I'm just not going to do it. Now, maybe we stand at the national championship uh, podcast and they, they beat them, you know, up pretty badly. And I got a different tune, but I'm sorry. One game does not make a season. And, and for yep. that, I'm going to go Cincinnati. I could be absolutely wrong. This could make me look really stupid, but I don't know. I just feel like I've watched this all year and I feel like Alabama's going to win, but I don't think this is going to be an easy game for them. Well, I, really I think don't. you're right. I, I think the whole key, that first half, they've got to be with them. Yeah. Time. Yeah. If if they don't, they're in big trouble. So oh, yeah. I mean, the other thing that worries me, and I know Cincinnati is very well coached, and they are experienced. But do they down deep think they can beat them, especially if the first two times Alabama gets the ball, they go and score? Well, yeah, there's obviously going to be doubts. There's going to be problems uh, if that happens, for sure. I think it really helps that they went to South Bend and won this year. Oh, I do too. I'm not saying Notre Dame is Alabama. They're not. But it's still Cincinnati going on the road to Notre Dame, who was undefeated at the time, and and winning. I mean, that means something. As we've pointed out a hundred times, going thirteen and zero is almost impossible. Yeah. Well, they're the only ones that did it. Yeah. Right. And the pressure that they were under to go thirteen and zero was immense. Yep. And they came through it, and that's why you've got to give them a chance in this game. Yeah. You know, and and they may just lay it all on the line. You know, they may shoot the moon. They may just go for it. You know I- what I'm saying? Yeah, I think they'll try some things like that. I don't think they need to, though. Just don't play the game, and I think you'll be able to keep it close. Uh, But in a certain situation, they may come up with a play that they really need, Yeah, some sort of a little trick thing. I could see them doing doing that. Yep, I can too. I I think they're going to be in the game. We'll see what happens. I'm not picking them to win, but I am taking them plus the 13 and a half. All right, let's go to the next one, and this one to me is, is a really, really tough one. Georgia and Michigan, if they played this game a, a month ago before the last week of the season, you probably think, well, Georgia will beat the shit out of Michigan. Well, <laughs> since then, Michigan beats Ohio State finally. 
absolutely thrash Iowa. And then Georgia just got manhandled uh, in the last three quarters of the SEC championship game. And the unbeatable Georgia, who wasn't going to allow any points this year, gives up 41 and gets smoked. How do they bounce back? Georgia's a seven and a half point favorite here. It's, listen, it's a lot. It's a lot of points for a team like Michigan uh, that's that's coming off that uh, you know impressive uh, two games there to finish the season. What do you see here? Do you think Georgia rebounds? Psyche is a strange thing. Yep. Here was a team that everybody said was unbeatable in this particular season. They were head and shoulders above anyone else. And they didn't just get beat. They got whipped. Can you come back from that? Can you get that swagger back? Can you get that confidence back? And lost in all this is you're playing a really good team. Yep. It's not being given enough credit, in my opinion. The key to this game is very simple. Michigan has got to be able to run the ball. Yep. They have to. They depend on their running game. They got two great running backs. You look at their stats, extremely balanced between the pass and the run. If they can run it, then they can throw play action against Georgia's secondary, and they can control the football. And I don't think Georgia's offense is that good. So to me, that's the whole key to the game. If you watch the first half and they got like 12 yards rushing at halftime, they're not going to win. No. They're just not. And Georgia controlled most teams running games, yeah. obviously, all year long. I'm not high on – I'm not as high on Georgia as I was. I don't know if they can win a big game. They they don't. They very seldom win these games. Uh, what have they won? One playoff game? Yeah. And that's Oklahoma gave it to them. Yep. They should have lost that game. Kirby Smart has not won a big game in this situation. I've, I've not seen – I don't know I don't know how great he is. I don't know. I'm taking Michigan. No doubt. I have no doubt. I See? think gonna, that's how I feel on this game, and you feel it on the other one. <laughs> I know. I, I took Georgia. I, I am worried about it. I, I'm not confident in the Bulldogs here. Uh, I think the big key is what you said. I think Georgia will be able to stop the run. I think Georgia will, will put it on the Michigan quarterback to beat him, and I don't know if he's good enough to do that. So that's why I took Georgia here. Now, here's the thing you didn't touch on that I'm worried about as far as them covering the spread and mm -hmm. winning the game outright. Mm -hmm. What's this Georgia offense going to do against this Michigan defense? That's right. That's the big key to me. I'm Not that you were wrong. Michigan absolutely has to run it. Yeah. But I think the other key, can Georgia score? What do you think? It's probably going to take 24, 28 points for them to win. Can they do that on Michigan? I think it's questionable. Uh, I really do. Yeah, I do too. I think end of the day, I think Georgia's going to out-athlete them. I really just feel like they're going to out-athlete them here and they're going to get the job done and they're going to win. Uh, I took a minus seven and a half. I, 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 like I said, I'm just not confident one way or the other. I could see it going the other way as far as the spread. As far as who wins and loses outright, I just think Georgia's going to be able to get the job done at the end. I, I, I could see it getting closer than that spread. I, I, I understand that, but I still think they're going to win. Do you think Michigan's going to win this thing outright, or, or are you just taking them plus seven and a half? 
So I'm definitely taking them plus seven and a half. Mm-hmm. It will not surprise me at one bit. Yeah. So I this is an interesting I point. I just think they're sitting there going, we're underdogs to you. Hey, yeah. you play this all day long if you want to. Oh, and that that's totally makes sense. This is a Big Ten champion that that has been on quite a roll. The one game they lost, I don't know how they lost it. I mean, the game point. they lost to Michigan State, we leave the car go, going from the car yeah. to the walk to the OU game, and, and Michigan's up 14 points, and we turn on our phone, and they lost. And it's like there were six minutes left. How'd they lose, yeah. you know? Yeah, you realize um, that. If, you real, if, if they win that game, they're playing Cincinnati. That's right. Yeah, because they're number one. No, they're not, because the playoff committee would not want Alabama to play Georgia, so they'd screw that around. But anyway. Well, they probably would have flip-flopped Cincinnati somewhere. They would they would have made it where it wasn't going to have a rematch. Uh, Absolutely. They'd have made Georgia number four. That's this okay. is interesting here that Dennis huh? says, uh, so his trick for this game, the team totals Georgia is juiced to over 27.5, and, and Michigan is juiced under 17.5. And, and so what that's telling you is – uh, the book kind of be, kind of believes that Georgia's going over and Michigan's going under. If that's the case, then Michigan covers the spread. Uh, or excuse me, I'm sorry, uh, Georgia covers the spread. That's not a bad angle. That's very interesting. I hadn't looked that deep into the team totals uh, for this one. That's interesting. So we'll see if that it's, comes comes to light. I I think a lot of it is. I still think the national perception, and that's who's betting on the game. Just believes Georgia's a little better than Michigan still. I so, think it's I think it shows the SEC bias. Yeah, well. it could be a little bit as well. Yeah. And again, the SEC's 0-4. They look, let's check the score now. It looks like they're gonna go to one and four. Uh South Carolina leads 32 to 21, three minutes to go in the third quarter over North Carolina. So they might go to one and four here in another hour or so. So we'll see. But yeah, right now SEC bias has not been kind to better no. so far. I mean, I, this is this is going to be a great game. I'm I've been high on Michigan all year. I'm the only one in the country. Well, they, you know what? They they're your team. They they're your well, team. They made me look smarter than I am. Yeah. Uh, I just think, I just think they're physical enough. I know they're not going to be afraid of them. They yeah. went through a pretty tough Big Ten. Mm-hmm. They had to win some games. You know that that were tough to win. I just think they're over the hump. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think you're you're right on on that. I, I do think they're over the hump. I and I, I agree that it's not. You don't have that worry like the Cincinnati thing is like. Oh, do they actually think they belong? Michigan is show up and think they're going to win. Oh Here, yeah, they're not afraid. Michigan. They're not afraid of Georgia. There's not one Michigan fan out there thinking we can't win this. Let me tell you, me tell you guys, Georgia. Hasn't won shit compared no. to a lot of these other schools. That's the yeah. whole thing. They yeah. don't have the tradition that everybody thinks they do. No. What do they want? One national championship? Mm-hmm. Yeah, one. Mm-hmm. That ain't very many. No. I'm not high on them. I, 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 I was, but I saw them get dismantled. I saw them kind of quit. And I just don't know how good they are offensively if Michigan can can score enough to yeah. be. We'll see. It's going to be a heck of a game. Yeah, I, I think both of them are going to be good. I How really do. do. I How really do. do. I think both these games will be good. I just don't think that'll be a blowout. Maybe I'll be wrong, but I don't think that Cincinnati right. game is going to be a blowout. So, I hope um, so. Mark says SEC all about playoffs or bust for the top teams. There's no doubt uh, the SEC used to dominate bowl records, and they really haven't the last two three years. So, 
Well, the other um, thing is, Aaron, there's 14 schools in the SEC, and 13 have made bowls. Well, that's so the other problem, yeah. It, it, yeah, it, you know, and like I said, there's so many more teams still left to play. We may sit here at the end of this and go, well, they went 9-4 and four in bowl games. So well, that's true. All right, Dennis. Oh, uh, J- Jason says UNC has no pride. What the f? Um, <laughs> I thought they'd play a lot better, Jason. I know it's not over with Jason. It's not over. I've got it on over my shoulder here, and I'm I'm just like, how they stay on? They're not playing very well in South how Carolina. Did they get behind, Aaron, how did they get? I forgot it was even on. How did they get behind eighteen to nothing? I uh, South Carolina just kind of was all over them. Okay, more mm-hmm. than anything else. Shane Beamer is a really, really good coach. I, yeah, he you guys is. remember, I, I thought he would do a good job. Now, I'm happy with who we have at OU, but I thought he would do a good job if they chose him. Yeah. I think he had a lot of connections to those guys. Well, obviously he did, getting Austin Stogner and uh, Spencer Rattler uh, to transfer, and they'll be there next year. So, all right. <laughs> that being said, let's get to what uh, uh, Dennis is terrified and petrified and mortified. And mortified, though. oh. And that is week 17 you know of the NFL. Is- Dennis is everything but dignified. Yeah. <laughs> He's not dignified. He is terrified, petrified, and mortified. Listen, with good, with Dennis, good reason, Dennis. <laughs> we're not scared. We're not scared of these NFL games. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll kick it off. Atlanta and Buffalo to kick us off. It's one of these great point spreads of 14 and a half that we never bet on. Um, but let's talk about this game. The Falcons. Believe it or not, they can they can certainly make the playoffs if they win this game. They're going to have a great shot at it. But can they go to Buffalo and win? I I don't think so. Fourteen's um, a lot of points, though. As Mark points out, what do you think? Yeah, fourteen's too much. They're not going to they're not going to beat Buffalo in Buffalo. Yeah, but fourteen and a half. I don't know. That's pretty hard to do against anybody. So I. <laughs> I guess I'd take the Falcons plus 14 and a half, but I think I'll find something else to throw my money away on than that. Yeah. I, uh, I, I can't, I can't go with betting Buffalo minus 14 and a half, but at the same time, I don't want to bet Atlanta either. No. So it's a skip game for me. It's just, yeah, it's just don't touch it. Uh, Buffalo should win this game. Yeah. They're, they're on a roll, and they seem like they're headed in the right direction uh, as far as the playoffs go, and with a shot to, to go to the Super Bowl for sure. Um, this game will skip. It's the Giants. It's the Bears. <laughs> I mean, honestly, this is just one of the worst games probably ever played in the NFL. That would be so bad. The Giants are, the Giants are so boring to watch. They yeah. are awful on offense. Just awful. All right, move on. This is a big one. Kansas City – goes to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. The Chiefs are just a five-point favorite, uh, despite, you know, all the success uh, recently. But listen, the Bengals have had great success the last couple of weeks as well. What do you think here? I don't like anything here much. Uh, Okay, five points. Let's look at that. That's doable for the Chiefs. Yeah. That's definitely doable. You know, 30, 30 to 24, 31 to 24, 35 to 24. You know, that sounds reasonable, wouldn't you say? 51 on the over-under. That's pretty normal there, too. I had, uh, now it's up to 22 and a half now on the team totals for Cincinnati. It was 21 and a half when I got it. Mm-hmm. I like that. I think they're going to go over. 21 and a half. I think the total goes over 51. 
I think it's going to be a higher scoring game. You look at Cincinnati, they've, their offense has kind of found themselves the last couple of weeks. The Chiefs are starting to look like the old Chiefs offensively mm-hmm. as well. I think it goes over 51. If I had to take a side, I'll take the Chiefs. I think they get it done. Uh, Me too. You know, a lot of motivation for both teams. Uh, the Chiefs, you know, they just can't slip up right now. They have to keep winning to keep that number one seed. And I think that's very, very, very important. So over the 51 for me. And uh, Dennis says the only play I have is the under 51 because 18 mile an hour wins. I don't Well, care. there you go. Call me when it's like 30 mile an hour. 18, come on. That's something. That's a light breeze. All right. Another huge, huge game. Listen, this is my team. The Dolphins, they, they've got a shot to make the playoffs. If they win here, I think they're going to make it. The Dolphins are 8-7. and seven. They go on the road to take on the Titans, 10-5. and five. They're still you know, trying to chase Kansas City for that number one seed. I don't think it's likely, but they do have the tiebreaker if somehow they get tied. So uh, Tennessee minus 3.5 here. God, they're not that good, but can the Dolphins go in there and win or at least cover? Here's what worries me about the Dolphins. It's their offense. And anytime you can't score any more than they can, you're you're just throwing yourself out there to get beat. And seven in a row, unbelievable. You know, I've bragged, we've bragged on them. It's going to end sooner or later. I think the bubble's going to bust in this game. So I'm going to go Tennessee and the three and a half. I got to take my Dolphins. <laughs> I, I never gave up on them. I <laughs> Give me Dolphins plus three and a half. I, here's the deal. This Dolphins defense is, is definitely good. And this Dolphins offense is definitely suspect. This Tennessee offense is not very good. I think they keep it close. I don't know if they'll win the game. I think it's closer than three and a half. I think it's a field goal one way or the other. Uh, give me the Dolphins. So we got a lot of comments coming here. A lot of, uh, Chiefs defense is suspect, but uh, offense is clocking. Burrow can make it close. Yeah. Uh, Jason Thomas says the place will be crazy up in Cincinnati with a team that can be going to the playoffs. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Cindy thinks North Dakota State could probably beat the Giants. I agree, Cindy. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of, lot of uh, hate for the Giants there. This one kind of bothers me. Dolphins have beat nobody on this run, and that's this true. Is true. He'll take the Titans. My rebuttal, <laughs> while I agree, Jason, my rebuttal, <laughs> what are the Titans really? Are they really that's that true. good? They're not. Uh, I think since they lost Derrick Henry, obviously I think they're better than some of the teams the Dolphins have been beating, but they ain't great. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, all right. Let's go to another huge game, the Raiders and the Colts. Sam Ellinger will be the quarterback if Carson Wentz can't go for the Colts. That is now official. They did talk to Phillip Rivers. I guess he told them no. Uh, Colts still, despite that, a a six-and-a-half-point favorite over the Raiders here. It's in Indianapolis. What do you think about this one? Well, we don't know, right? Right. We don't know who the quarterback's going to be. Yeah. If – if Ellinger's the quarterback, I got to take the Raiders and the points, but I don't know. Yeah. And here's the other thing. Again, we've discussed this a lot. Uh, Wentz has not been with the team, hasn't practiced all week long. I, I hear he's in Zoom meetings, I guess, with mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. That's not the same thing as getting out there and actually throwing the ball around with your teammates. 
So how good is he going to be? I mean, I think definitely if he was healthy and everything was normal, six and a half is about right. I don't think the Raiders are very good. But if he doesn't play, don't you think Derek Carr is a little might be able to score enough points to beat the Colts? Yeah, I do. I do. I'm worried about this game, and this is a this is definitely a wait and see uh, situation on the quarterback. If, if Wentz doesn't play, I think the Raiders win. I don't have any, any. Listen, I've watched Ellinger play quarterback. He is awful. He was awful at Texas. I don't believe what the media said. Kid's not that good, and he's no. not going to be able to beat the Raiders uh, on Sunday. That being said, Wentz could play, and if he does, I think it's a whole different ball game. So we'll see what yeah. happens. The whole thing is, uh, how good are the Raiders up front? Can they stop Taylor? Because yeah. they know they're going to run, 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 run. And you'd think a pro team, when you're playing a quarterback that you don't have a lot of fear of, could load up and stop the run. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that's, yeah, Jason says, tease the Colts down. They will run all over the Raiders. Like I said, if the quarterback can't throw, the Raiders mm-hmm. could load the box and maybe at least slow that down. Uh, you know, all things being equal, like I said, if Carson Wentz play, like Sydney said, this is a hold till Sunday morning. If he That's plays, right. Indianapolis will beat them. The Raiders are not that good. No, but I agree. We'll see, we'll see what happens. They've been lucky getting backup quarterbacks. Maybe they get it one more time. Uh, Jaguars, Patriots, <laughs> Patriots, sixteen point favorite. They just have to win. It doesn't matter if they win three to nothing or thirty to nothing. We're not betting this one. I mean, Patriots win this one pretty easy, right? Mm-hmm. I don't okay. know the uh, team, but another one, thirteen points. Another game. It's just not worth betting when these no. spreads are this big in the NFL. Buccaneers should go to New York and win fairly easily. Mm-hmm. Here's a big one: the Eagles. You know, they're right there in the playoff mix. They've got a shot. They go on the road to take on Washington this week. They're a three-point favorite. This game was pretty close the first time they played. Washington seems to be getting their players back. Will they be motivated now? That's the big question. What do you think about this one? Uh, boy, I can see an upset here. Okay. I really can. Um, I was going to mention this last week, Eric, because I know a little digging on you, because I think Jalen Hurst is, Hurts is the best of the three quarterbacks from Oklahoma. Right now. What a season he's put together. No one's talking about it. So I never bet against a team I'm rooting for. So because I don't want to bet against them, but I could see an upset in this game. This is a tough game for Philly. You know, here's the deal: they got to they got to win this one, and then that means the Dallas game might not be a life and death thing to get them in the playoffs next week. Yep. You know, so how much is the pressure going to get them? They're not that good. The Eagles are not that good, but they have been winning games they should which is very, very uh, complimentary to them. Three is not that much. I think if they win, they definitely are going to cover. If they don't turn it over, I think they beat them. I don't think Washington's that good. So I'm going to take the Eagles. I'm going to take Washington. I think well, we I knew you would. I knew you would. You don't like Jalen. I just think we're seeing a little bit of an upset here. I really you belong do. down in Oklahoma media. That's where you belong. <laughs> uh, I, I just – the Eagles aren't that good. I think Washington's a better team when they're healthy. I think Washington's the type of just the team that got hit at the wrong time and I kind of too. ruined their season. So I think if they're healthy, they're they're going healthy as in they don't all have COVID. I think they're going to give them everything they want. Okay, let me ask you this: If the Eagles go in there and win, mm-hmm. are you going to give Jalen some credit? No, I'll give Jalen credit even if they lose. He's had okay. a hell of a year. He's been. 
15 times better than what I thought he would be. Me too. Yeah. Remember when, we were, doing the, remember when we were doing the over-unders? Yeah. And we both said we thought this might be one of the worst teams in the league. And and look what they've done. I mean, way above what what we thought was going to yeah. happen. No, I, I listen. I I like I said, even if they lose the last last two games, they go eight and nine. That's five games better than what I thought they would. Me be. too. So, Me too. And they haven't done him any favors. They traded away Ertz. Right. You know, that's a guy that could be helping them right now. Definitely. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I just think Washington football team, though, I just think they're better. Uh, listen, the Eagles aren't any good. I really don't think they are. And I think they'll finally get beat this they week. Might. We'll see. Uh, we we uh, Mark asked about the Bucks and Brady and constantly throwing it 45 to 50 times. Yeah, we are concerned. We actually mentioned that two or three weeks ago. It's like, they got to get a running game. This guy can't throw it 100 times a game every game. So, And I think he's wearing down a little bit. I really do. Yeah. And now Fournette's hurt. I don't know if he's going to play this week. He wouldn't if I was the coach, I don't yeah. think. Yeah. And another thing, guys on the Tampa Bay, they got they got COVID problems. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing you might look at on that line. I mean, I think they're going to win, but that might affect them a little bit. Yeah. Isaac says the Eagles are getting beat too. Oh, Isaac, you're crazy. Uh, Jason likes watching football teams. See, Isaac, Jason, and I were on the same page, and we all three agree. I don't think we've ever lost. So I think that's a lockdown for the football. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> I feel better about my bet now. <laughs> Dennis, said, Dennis says, Ricky had real quick. Papa dude has, here's the deal. You're right. Yeah, that's true. I'll go along with that. <laughs> oh, Jason is really salty. The North Carolina is just getting, <laughs> getting railed by South Carolina. Uh, oh, Jason. Jason. I thought they'd win that game. Oh, no, 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 no. All right. Let's move on. I did. I don't know. Let's move on to the Rams and the Ravens. Must win for the Ravens. Uh, must win for the Rams if they want to try to hold. Well, maybe not hold on to the division, but try to get that number one seed. If the, the Packers slip up a little bit, well, they're gonna have to slip up a lot. But still, the Rams still in it. Uh, they're a three and a half point favorite here. I think the Rams cover this. It sounds like Lamar's gonna play though. So where where are you leaning in this one? Oh God. Uh... This is it for the Ravens, right? Yep. Pretty much. They have to win. Yeah, they have to win. So are they going to get it together and play the game of their lives? Are they? I mean, they could. This is the NFL. There's not a huge difference between the teams. No. Second straight week, the Rams have had to come across the country to play. So, And they won three in a row, all three tough games. Will that affect them? What do you think? Uh, no, <laughs> I don't think it will. I, I, it could. It, you know, that's you know, two weeks of travel. Yeah. It's tough uh, division games that they they had to win. Yeah. Will they let down a little? I don't know. Um, so that worries me. That that's my only worry about the Rams. Will they let down a little bit? Uh, are they tired? Whatever. There's really no excuse. But anyway, that's what I've got. Um, and, and then the fact that the Ravens may step up, play the game of their life. But I'm going to go with the Rams. I think they're going to cover this. Yeah, I, I do too. I, I think the Ravens are kind of done. I, I think they've kind of packed in. I do think it's interesting uh, you know, to see what how Lamar does and if he can come back and play well. To me, if that guy's got a banged up ankle, I think it really takes away 
what he does best. And that's that's no knock on him. That's just the fact of it all. So Yeah, that's his threat right there. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. All right. Let's move on to the afternoon games. Chargers, Broncos, Chargers six and a half point favorite. They are a joke. Will they actually win a game they should here? Will they bounce back and beat that? They should. Listen, I'm going to say this. If they don't beat Denver by double digits, it's a bad game for them. Well, they're not going to. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll say so. right no, I don't. I, I don't. I don't know if they even win. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to take the uh, – what have I got here? I wrote down some – oh, 45 and a half. No, it's 46 now. I'm going to go mm-hmm. under. Under? I'm going to take the under on that because I don't think Denver's going to score much. You know? Yeah. They, they don't. Let's say they get 17, and then they'd have to get, what, 30, 30 – Again, at 31, 30, no, 31. I don't think they're going to do it. So I'm going to take the under on the 46. I think they're going to win, but I, you know me, I'm not betting the Chargers ever again. I, how can I argue with that? <laughs> I mean, but. Who's going to show up? You don't know. Mark says Broncos is Spanish for no offense. <laughs> and is, uh, is, is this. Los Angeles coach going to go for it on fourth and eight at his 43-yard line? I don't know. If the Chargers don't cover this. Well, uh, it's true, but. They are. Denver, they are, no offense if you guys like Denver. They are so like Denver. bad on offense. They are. They are. And like Jason says, agree about better than the Chargers, though. It's the Chargers. No, you can't. And here's the thing. I don't know what that. I don't know what. I don't know what Los Angeles coach will do. He does the stupidest things. He may have a feeling over there. It's fourth and eight, and the ball's on their own 43. I think I'm going to go for it. I got a feeling. Well, here's what I can guarantee you. What you just said will 100% not happen. There is no feeling. He's a robot. (laughs) Honestly, God, that's that's why they are where they are. He's a robot. There is no feeling. speaking, Speaking of robots, remind me of something when we're done. Okay. All right, we'll do that. All right, Texans and 49ers. We're not covering that one. Tech, uh, 49ers, 12 and a half point favorite. Texans are coming off that big win over the Chargers. Surely they're <laughs> not going to go on the road to beat the 49ers. Uh, this is a, a massive game for both teams uh, as far as Cowboys' chances to try to get the number one seed and the Cardinals, you know. I, well, listen, if the Cardinals win this game and the Rams lose, the Cardinals are back in the division, being first in the division. I don't give the Cardinals any chance to win this game. Dallas is just a six-point favorite. I'm taking Dallas all day long. What do you think about this one? I agree totally. I, I'm, I'm done with the Cardinals. Uh, I think Dallas will be very motivated uh, to play uh, and keep the heat on uh, Green Bay for that number one seed. I'm, I'm, I'm going Dallas by maybe 10. I think they'll win by 20. So. <laughs> I'm going to take Dallas big, uh, unless Isaac agrees too. I think maybe they don't win by 20, but I think they're going to win this game. I, I just, I don't know. Cardinals seem kind of done to me. Um, mm-hmm. So, all right, we'll move on. Panthers and the Saints. We'll talk about it because, you know, the Saints should win here. Mm-hmm. They kind of had a tendency to lose games they shouldn't all year, but six and a half point favorite. The Panthers seemingly look to be done. Um, do the Saints just 
take care of business, or are we going to be sitting here on, on Monday going, wow, I can't believe the Saints lost again? I'm assuming they have their guys back. I think, yeah, they're going to have the quarterback back. Okay. Yeah, I think they're going to win, but I think it's going to be like 16 to 10. I don't think it'll be very high scoring at all. I'm going to take the under 38, and that's a, that's a low total. You know, New Orleans is just a team I just haven't figured out all year. They've just been so, so weird. And as Jason said real quick, uh, he said, uh, sell high, buy low. Dallas always screws up these kind of games. He'll take a That's shot true. The That's, That's true. true. Uh, Dennis says, so does Arizona. So does Arizona, Jason. <laughs> uh, <laughs> listen, if Book uh, is in play, uh, well, yeah. does not take us. So we'll see. Yeah, I, I think the quarterback's back this week. So Well, with the new COVID rules and all that. Or did yeah. they not have COVID? Didn't one of them have COVID? One of them yeah. Had, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the so, new rules, they should be ready to play by. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Uh, Jason said he wouldn't bet Panther Saints with Samich's money. Oh, I would with. Oh, his. I would. <laughs> uh, Seattle and the Lions. I wouldn't bet this game with Magic's money. No, that? no. <laughs> no. not, I'm not covering that. Mm-mm. All right. Uh, Monday night football. This talk about teams that are just hard to explain. The Vikings go on the road to take on the Packers. The Vikings were one of the three teams that beat the Packers this year. They did it in Minnesota. Green Bay seven point favorite. Can the Vikings, you know, I get keep a pulse, I guess, or will the uh, Green Bay take care of them? Check the temperature four degrees. Four degrees. <laughs> I'm going under 46 and a half. That's what I'm going to take. Under 46 and a half. Okay. I, I like that. Uh, I think the, I think the Packers win. I think, I think this is kind of a get right game for the Packers a little bit. I know they've went in, but they've kind of been close division rival can knock them off. Um, you know, keep the number one seed going. I, I like the Packers minus the seven and as magic always reminds us good teams, win, great teams cover. Let's see. I didn't even look. Oh, the lions plus seven. I'm going lions. I'm going lions. Go Lions. All right. Um, By the way, what will Aaron Rodgers' toe going to do in this cold? Yeah, minus 12, the windshield, Jason says. Does the extreme cold influence the total? Three degrees of kickoff. Uh, like I said, windshield minus 12. You know what's going to happen? He's going to be able to feel his big toe because he's going to have frostbite. Exactly. Yeah, he may have to chop the toe off officially after this game. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I don't know. I think. I don't. I don't think it makes too much. It's. It's. Sometimes they tend to have lower scoring games in those kind of situations. Yeah. So maybe that does influence a bit, and maybe that's why Papa Dude went under. That's why so. I did it. It's hard to catch a football when your your yeah. hands are frozen. You know. Yeah. And, and, I, and the wind chill here. Uh, Jason said minus twelve is the wind chill, so that means the wind is going to be blowing. Yeah. Um. Uh. There is no snow in the forecast. I heard though. So. Better them than me. How about that? Yeah, I, I totally agree. Uh, breaking news from the state of Arkansas, uh, uh, the Arkansas Gaming Commission unanimous, unanimously approved the proposed rules for mobile sports betting. So mobile sports betting coming to the state of Arkansas soon. So uh, that's good news for some of you that uh, live in Arkansas. So uh, big news on that front uh, from the sports betting aspect of it. And then uh, the Monday night game. Um, I don't want to talk about that. We'll we'll save that one. Save that one. <laughs> we'll save that one for Monday night. Yes. I don't really want to talk about that one. All yeah. right. I was supposed to remind you of something here. That's that's the games, by the way. I was supposed to remind you. What was I supposed to remind you of? Well, 
I'm going to do a little rant here. Okay. Not, not this is anyway. A while ago, Sandy had TV on, and they were okay. doing uh, the news. Did you know that they now have a semi truck that can drive itself? Really? Yes. Uh, on Interstate 80, I believe they said, and that's in California. Uh huh. I may have that wrong. Magic may know if he's listening. I don't think he is. But anyway, um, this truck, no, no, I don't think it was on 80. I, I don't remember. But anyway, it's in California. It was, I think, between LA and San Diego. Okay. A semi drove 80 miles. That's where, that's where I'm getting the 80. Drove 80 miles without a driver. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, without a driver. And some wow. of the people in the in the car saw this no driver in this semi. Right. Now I'm gonna tell you, if we get to the point <laughs> where we have semis driving themselves by a computer or whatever it is, I'm uh -huh. not driving on the interstate ever again. <laughs> this is not happening. It's not. I am not gonna trust <laughs> a computer. When you have well, however much a damn semi weighs <laughs> coming right at me and somebody's directing that damn thing. No, no, it's not happening. You're not so I saw that and it's true. And it leads me, you know, are we going to get to the point where we don't have to do anything anymore? It's all going to be done for us. Are we getting to that point? You know, I like to drive. I feel like I'm in control of something when I'm driving. Yeah. You know, we've heard about cars that are going to drive themselves, and I think all you have to do is sit there. I don't like that. I like to kind of make a decision. I like cruise control. I like that's, that. That's interesting. I have not heard this. So I saw it. I was just watching it. You're sure this is a reputable uh, place yeah. that's reporting this? One was okay. on KY3. Okay, well, <laughs> probably is accurate then. No, I'm thinking, Sandy, was it real? Huh? Yes, no, that was completely real. They've logged 500 miles. Logged 500 miles. Okay. It has a camera in the inside of that cabin, and there is not a person. They're controlling it from a computer contro elsewhere. Controlling it from a computer a elsewhere. Truck, and they okay. This is going to... Uh, get rid of all the issues we have with our demand, supply and demand. They're going to get. They're planning to get rid of the truck drivers. Don't have to have truck drivers, and that will help the supply issue we have. Okay, so chiming in, Betty Ann says they have driverless delivery trucks for Walmart in Bentonville. Well, I guess I'm going to have to quit driving. So there is a chance you have been driving amongst these. Robots. Son of a bitch! I can't drive on the damn interstate anymore. Uh, if there's a glitch in the system and they wreck, who would you sue? And uh, Jason says, who wins a lawsuit when a car driving by itself crashes with a semi driving by itself? I'm telling you. Now, listen. Listen. And I'm just as guilty as anybody. We're almost to the point now where we can't think for ourselves. <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm guilty too. Yeah. We can't figure anything out ourselves. Right. We are to the point where we don't even go shop anymore. They bring it to us. I like that. Well, you would. <laughs> See, I think that's bullshit, too. 
we can't we can't do anything. I mean, I spend and I'm embarrassed by how much time I spend on this computer, <laughs> but I, it is part of my job. Yeah. So I blame that. But I'm on the computer all the time. Mm -hmm. I'm embarrassed how much time I'm on a cell phone. Yeah. It just embarrasses me to think that I carry this damn thing around all the time. Yeah. All you got to do is Google something. You can't figure anything out yourself anymore. You just Google it. I get so mad at Sandy. <laughs> well, it's the truth, and she'll tell you. She's standing right here. Don't hit me. But she's standing right here, and, and if it wasn't for GPS, yeah. that woman couldn't get anywhere. <laughs> you couldn't get anywhere. GPS is a and she pisses me off because I know I'm weird. And each week we bring out more of my weirdness, but I like to just get out on country roads where I'm not at, get lost on purpose and try to figure out how to get back home without yeah. using the GPS. Now, and she gets so damn now, mad. What? Well, you're one of about one that still likes to do that. So, so there is that. Uh, now wait, Jason, go ahead. Jason says, how long will it take Papa dude to get to the OU game next year when he has to take the back roads? Hey, I know every damn back road there is to OU. <laughs> it will take a little longer. Uh, but if I'm starting to meet driverless semi-trucks <laughs> on the Will Rogers turnpike and the Turner turnpike where it's bumper to bumper, yeah, I ain't driving on that damn road. I'm not. I'm not very long for this world anyway, yeah. but I want to go as long as I can. And now GPS is great when you're in a city. Yeah. You're looking for an exit and you don't know exactly where it is and you Google it and they tell you what exit it is. Then you can plan on how, you know, get over in the right lane and all that. I like that. I like Cindy it. still doesn't have a cell phone. Gosh. Cindy, you're after, you're, a, I guess this is a woman. You're after a woman. You're after my heart. Yeah, I was going to say, let's trade lives. That would be great not to have that. Randy, I didn't mean that. <laughs> but All I right. Mean, I mean, I, I just, I don't know. All I, right, we're going we're gonna to get worried. off here. Uh, I'm, worried. I'm worried about us. We'll see what happens with the driverless semis. We'll Isn't that something? That Can you believe that? What's that? Can you believe that? Yeah, absolutely. You <laughs> yeah. can believe a driverless semi. Yes, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think it's something that's going to happen and, and happen a lot. So um, <laughs> I, I think driverless cars is I, that's a thing that's happening now. So um, yeah, I know, but I don't want one. No, well, how about these electric cars? What do you think about that? Well, I think that more and more that's that's definitely going to have uh, ha happen more and more. I think it's fine. I don't... You don't. You're going to stop every so often and charge up your freaking car. Do you stop to get gas in your freaking car? Not for that long. <laughs> it's 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 very very similar, and like I said, they'll improve and improve. But what's the time, the, what's the oil business going to do? I I don't know. Yeah, I don't. That you're asking me questions I don't know the answer to. I, mm -hmm. I don't know what they'll do. Well, fortunately, I'm not going to be around much longer to worry about this. But yeah, this driverless car. Oh man, I can't handle that. Yeah, I think. Electric cars, driverless cars, all that stuff. That's that's we'll keep going in that direction. I just think that's what's going to happen. So, how would you uh, like, yeah, how would you like talk technology you like to be in the map business. Well, the map business, I think, <laughs> is dead. So, <laughs> there's nothing uh, better than sitting and looking at a map. Yeah, yeah. 
I know, I know. That's that's not not for me. Uh, <laughs> I, I like the I, I uh, way past my time. I had to go pay my personal property taxes in the Osho today, which is about 15 minutes away. I didn't know where the courthouse was. You know what I did? I Googled Newton County Courthouse, and it took me right to it. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. We're going to get off here for today. Uh, Mark says, great show. Keep it up. Thank you, Mark. And, uh, yeah, good luck, everybody, playing the bowl games. It's going to be a fun New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, uh, and then on the Sunday. So, Enjoy the games. It's, this is what it's all about. Yeah, should be a great three days. Hopefully, uh, we cash some winners here. Tough games, but they're going to be entertaining games. And uh, yeah, sorry if you bet North Carolina today. That's that's not going well for you. But <laughs> all right, guys, we're we're ready enough here. Uh, Magic Mike show coming up next around five thirty Eastern, and then uh, the uh, Blinkers off. We'll be back uh, on its normal time today. A little bit after that, probably about 7 p.m. Eastern is what I'm hearing for Blinkers Off. So check all that out, guys, and we'll see you right back here for Dudes Who Bet Sports on Monday. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports? But you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Haldeman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, associated with <laughs>